Stay tuned for The Lynn Show. Today, I'm airing an interview with Sandra Musicante. Sandra is part of the ensemble company of the musical Calendar Girls, which will be opening shortly in the Kiwanis Theater, which is part of the Manatee Performing Arts Center. Sandra discovered a passion for, a love of, and a talent for singing very, very young. And you'll hear her say everybody in her family sang, so that was not surprising. But listen to the sweet story of how she discovered a passion and a talent for acting. Although Sandra discovered these things very early in life, unfortunately, her father, who was rather old school, believed that women performers were less than they ought to be, and he refused to allow Sandra to pursue her dream. So, Sandra did many, many things with her life, but she never stopped performing. It's the story of someone who, although cheated from the dream she might have had, never let go of her dream. It's very inspiring. So hang on, here come the show. Oh, 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 
and welcome to The Lynn Show. The Lynn Show is about being the person you really are, not the person that other people are, not the person that you think you should be, not the person other people told you you had to be or even told you that you were, not even the person you may currently think you are, but the person you actually are. Unfortunately, many people have experiences in their childhood, much like Sandra, that discourage them from being the person they really are, from pursuing what they were meant to pursue. And many people surrender, give up, forget that they had these interests, had these talents, had these desires, had these dreams. And they come into adulthood thinking that they don't have those things. The message of the Lynn Show is that if this happened to you, it may not be too late to recover something that you left behind, something you may even be in denial for today. In my shows, I play interviews with people who make their living or their life with an art. Because when you listen to them, especially when you listen to them talk about their connection to their art, you can hear what it sounds like to be who you really are. And in this interview, when you hear Sandra talk about acting, singing, performing, you can hear that she is speaking from who she really is. And so I don't want to say any more about this. Sandra can certainly speak for herself. And so here she is now, Sandra Musicante. I'm here with Sandra Musicante, and I'm explaining to Sandra that I interview people who make their living or their life with an art. And as I know you, it seems to me that the art to which you have given a lot of your life and might be making some of your living is the art of theater. Is that accurate? Yes. Yes? Yeah. One of the reasons I'm interviewing Sandra at this time is that she's going to be in a production of Calendar Girls at Manatee Performing Arts Center. Yeah, okay. So I want to talk about that. But first, I really only ask one question. Mm -hmm. And it is, do you remember the very first time that theater, acting, stories, play acting, any of that came into your life, was attractive to you, that you saw it and thought that was interesting? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay, <laughs> tell me. My mother was one of six children, mm -hmm. and the three girls came first, and then there was three boys after that. And they were all teenagers in their early 20s, which was when I was a little girl. And my uncle, Nicky, was with the big bands. He played the trombone, and he sang with uh, Ben Blue, uh -huh. the Blue Notes. Mm -hmm. And the other one was a, just had a beautiful voice, uh -huh. I mean, gorgeous voice. We were very uh, musical. We sang, well, everyone sang in our family. So we would always put on shows, mostly oh. with the singing, with the, with the, with the voice. And, and um, so we would put on shows. What does that mean? Who is the we? The family, my sister and I. Yes. And my and my uncles, our family would get together and we'd all sing. You know, we we do solos, we do uh, group group singing and everything. So that kind of okay. So did it. So so it starts with music. Then it starts yes. with singing. Yes, it starts with music. Okay, so everybody and they forced me to play the piano. Did they really? <laughs> yeah, I took piano lessons, and I hated every minute of it. It was really funny. I took piano lessons for and couldn't couldn't. 
didn't know how to say no. <laughs> I had this singing teacher who was so intimidating. This was a woman who was French. Okay, hold on. How old are you when you start taking piano? Six. And, oh my goodness. And and singing at also at five. At, at yeah. Five. I had a full, grown-up voice at the age of five. I believe you. Yeah. And so. Did you like, well, you like to sing. Yeah, well, that's it. They had me playing the piano. My singing teacher was an opera singer. Mm -hmm. She was a painter. I mean, she was, she was very intimidating. Mm -hmm. A totally accomplished French yes. woman. Right. And I always wanted to say, I don't want to do this. I want to sing. Teach me how to sing. Mm -hmm. But I never had the nerve to do that. So, so you did. took piano, but you didn't take voice? No, oh, I took later. I later, took okay, okay. Yeah, when I was oh. in my 20s. Okay, mm -hmm. so, okay, so how, how bizarre. All these people are singing <laughs> around you and they make you take piano. Did they want you to accompany them? Or, or no. They just, just wanted they you just to have that. They just thought I should have that. Yeah. I see. How? I should have that. So yeah, that's, okay, good. And, well, anyway, when I was and in school, we, you know, sing in chorus and choir. And then one day, I was like, in high school, I was 14 years old. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and my uh, drama teacher, English teacher, just turned, she was putting on a play, I wasn't in it. She turned around, she says, does anyone have a French accent? So I said, oh, but of course I do. So she put me on stage, and that was it. <laughs> I went on stage, I had the lead, and Our Hearts Were Young and Gay wow. by Cornelia Otis Skinner. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's, that's what really did wow. it for me, then that was it. That's Although music and singing was so important to you as a young girl, the first experience you have is in a straight play. Yes. And in, a, in a straight play, well, I, I was, you know, singing in talent shows and everything, but the first thing was in a straight play, but I remember in school, teacher, they don't do this anymore, uh, our class went to Broadway to see, our, uh, oh. to see Mary Queen of Scots with Eva Legallion. Wow. And that... How old were you? I don't know. Also high school? Ten, is that no, middle school. Middle school. Middle school. Yeah, right. And that just blew me away. Okay, so no. are you thinking at 10, 11, 12, 14, 15, 16 um, that you might like to do this for a Yes, <laughs> but that was two things kind of uh, put the kibosh on that. Number one, my father was an immigrant from Greece, mm. you know, and he point blank said, you know, you want that business, you have to be a prostitute. Whore, whatever it is. Oh, he thought. They're, oh, yes, he knew that nothing, nothing good could come of it. Oh. And if I ever did that, yes, forget, bye bye to the family. Bye bye, bye bye. You, you, yeah. So there was that. Well, wait a minute. So, um, did he do that because you said I wanted to? Oh this? yeah, my sister and I both wanted. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, we wanted the stage. This is we were both, you know. Oh dear. Very, so they just that was like forget it. But of course, when I was like in my twenties, I. I I didn't forget it. I went to no. studied with Herbert Burdoff. Well, hold so. on. Let's, let's yeah. back up. Okay. Let's back up. So you are not supported by your family? Not at all. Okay. So what did you tell them you were going to do? I mean, what did you, or Nothing. did you have a backup plan? Nothing. No. no. What was it? What the backup plan was go to school, become a secretary, you know, whatever. That was, this was a long time ago. This yeah, is, no, no, you know, I, no, yeah, no, I understand. Women and most women, very few women just would starting to go to college and could, and my family couldn't afford any of that. Right. Okay. So. All right, so you graduate from high school, and yeah. what do you do? I work for Metropolitan Life Insurance Company. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> That's right, what I do. Right, right. And, and all 
also some real estate companies and whatever. So I did all that. And then, uh, like I said, when I was 20, I, I studied with... Uh, we, you know, so did you live in New York? Yeah. Oh, oh okay. So oh, you yeah. didn't have I'm to go York. there. No, I didn't have to go anywhere. Were you living at home when you started to study acting? No, I, I wasn't. I had just... I uh, was 20... Let's see, I went to... What I did was when I was 20, I left and went to California and stayed oh. there for three years. I worked at Stanford University in the Graduate School of Business. Wow. And I was also in all their shows. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Most of the musicals, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did South Pacific and they had other things that, that, okay, that so, we did. But so, then I came back. I lived, I went, I moved into Manhattan. Oh, I was 23, and then I went and studied with Herbert Bergdorf. Bill Hickey was mm -hmm. my teacher. Wow. And I did children's theater mm -hmm. in New York. And did you tell your parents? Yeah, they knew. They that knew. it was okay? They didn't, but at that time it was, no. it was all right. Okay. Yeah, it was all right. But I couldn't, and I did some, you know, auditions and what happened. But I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I gave it up because um, I'm a very security-conscious person. Uh. And I had no financial help, right. so I had to work. Yeah. So I figured it no, was too hard. But I just did all I did anything I could. I was singing clubs. I would um, work community theater, and that's wow. that's basically what I did. Then I got married, and um, you know, my husband was so supportive. He was my biggest fan. So I was always, I always was in something. You know, in Westport, Connecticut, I did community theater there, and then we came here in. Let's see, 1998. Why did you come here? We retired, both of us. So you were you had a great a straight job then? Yes, with Xerox Corporation. Oh, so that's what I you worked, did. Yes, right. I worked at Xerox Corporation for the executive vice president of strategy. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's there for about 15, 16 years. Okay, so that's so, what I retired. From. Okay, so <laughs> so you're working full time. Yeah. And you're singing or acting Doing wherever shows you can. Musicals, right? Yeah. Right. Right. Doing right. it. So shows. you're a mother and you're working full time and you're still doing shows. learning scripts yeah. and, and I did Baby. I did Whose Life Is It Anyway. I did Sweet Charity, mostly music. Right. California from '74 to '82, and I I did a lot of shows up at the Temple. Mm -hmm. And that was interesting because at the Temple there was Ron Silverman who did that movie Lifeguard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he was directing a show there that I ended up in uh -huh. and with Ed Asner. <laughs> so we had a lot of lot of fun yeah. up there, you know. So 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 you managed to get it in your life. Yes. You didn't get to make a living at it, but who cares? You no, got you got to you got to yes. you you spent a life really in theater essentially. Yes. Right? And you had to work all the time to I do was, it. Yes, but yes, yeah, right, but you're right. I was I was what do they call that? Uh, co what what is was that word that women do? Oh, one more than one oh, yeah, or two yeah, things multitasking. in my multitasking. Yeah, right, 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 right. You did. You were. You I was are. Multitasking. Right. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. So you came to Sarasota. Why did you guys come to Sarasota? That all that. So uh, let's see. We had come to Sarasota because my husband had retired a good fifteen years before I did. Mm. He was ten years older than I was. So when I was ready to retire, or whatever he wanted. To leave, yeah. you know, and I wasn't going to go anywhere where it was cold. <laughs> so, and we had we had made a list, my list of pros and cons of what we needed, mm -hmm. and most of what we needed was theater number one, right? A place where I could garden. We thought this was it, but it's not. But anyway, <laughs> no. where I could garden, right? And he wanted um, uh, educational, mm -hmm. you know, a higher right. educational things that he could do, and the water, right? Well, so. 
we looked around and this was this was it and I was like I, you know I was looking at North Carolina South Carolina because the gardening is so beautiful yeah. there but uh, there was no way he was going there, there. Right. <laughs> no way he says oh, no way so we we ended up here and it was quick because we sold our house I thought it would take a couple of months it took one day oh my god so in one month we had to be out of there wow. and my husband had another idea we were going to go to Europe for a year <laughs> I said what are you crazy <laughs> yeah no you're retired I want to go away for a year but uh, I, I really agonized over that, I, you know, can you imagine, in small little rooms with, I said, I can't do that, you know, in and out with, with packing and going one place. He says, no, it won't be that way. We rented places for two months or whatever and used Wow, so where did you go? Of, oh, God, we were three months in Greece. We were on the Riviera. Oh, we were in Italy. Goodness. We were in Morocco, uh, Spain, Portugal. France, all over. Oh, Nine my God. and a half months. While we were building the house here. Because wow. first we came, that's where I say, we sold the house. We had a rush. We, we decided, okay, Sarasota, because we didn't really think right, it right, through. Right, right, right. So we, we had a house that they were building while we were, we took off. Oh, it's wonderful. It was, that was the best time. Of I'll bet it was. The whole marriage. I'll bet. Yeah. That's, it was that's, a, that's a dream, my God. Yeah, and right. then we came here where we didn't know anyone, so it was like another year vacation, yes. getting to know everyone yeah. and learning how to play tennis. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't do theater. At the you beginning? Know, at the beginning, not for a long time, for about, God, we were here in 1998. I think it was 2005 or six. Wow. Yeah, my, well, my husband did is he took an elocution class because I told him he mumbled. <laughs> So he did that, and then he ended up in a in a in an improv class at FST. Wow! With uh, Kate Alexander, uh-huh. who was who was going to do an acting class. He says, "No, no, I'm not the actor," and that's why he dragged me in there. So uh, with Kate Alexander, right. so she was going to take an acting class, and he says, "No, no, I can't do that." She's going to move the. Right. He says, "But my wife has." <laughs> She can have, and Kate says, yeah, really? Yeah, 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 right. So sure enough, she says, okay, she can come in, even though I don't know her. And I came in and found out Kate was a Greek, I'm a Greek. Uh-huh. So, and I was in her, I took a couple of classes with her, you know, mm-hmm. a couple of sessions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went with Kate. And, so, and that's how I got in that. And then the only, th- uh, then uh, we uh, had the Sarasota Actors Workshop, mm. which was a workshop that we, we put together and it was at the Jabu Art Center, and what it started was uh, from New York. The drilling company had these 10-minute plays. Uh-huh. And Rick Hughes and Tom Dellinger, who was from New York, came, and we put these, these plays together, 10-minute mm-hmm. plays. And we were the very first to wow. introduce 10-minute plays here in Sarasota. Wow. And then through that, we got into God a Minute and... Well, so then you got involved with the players, I guess, That's right? That's when I got involved with the players and every, all the actors around here. And I did some work for, for um, I did Woman from the Town with the West Coast Black Theater and Nate. And we also did a, a pilot for a TV show oh, yeah. with Nate yeah, uh, called um, U.S. Post. And it, I think to get on to a... a Television channel, yeah, yeah right. Right, uh, right. You need to pass through four phases. We made it to three, <gasps> so it was it was nice. Oh my god! That, but we didn't. It didn't go anywhere. But I had done that in Glenridge, and I was doing. Uh, I did hair and company and all that. See, I went through, through, 
spurts of performing. Yes. And then um, I was performing up until my husband died. Mm. Then I started performing again. And that's when I started doing backstage. As you're older, it's less parts. So I started doing uh, props and stage managing and assistant directing and all that. And so now you're back on stage. Yeah, it comes in spurts. The last thing I did was talking with two or three years ago, two mm -hmm. years ago. I had done that in Dear World and, and whatever. So now I'm, I'm back. It's wonderful. Of course, in Delancey and, and um, before Steepletop. Right. And now Calendar Girls. Yes. So tell me about Calendar Girls. It's about, okay. <laughs> it's, it, it was a film with Helen Mirren. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't, in the 70s, 80s, yeah. 80s or 90s, yeah. somewhere in there. Right. Well, anyway, the, this is the play, and it is about these women at a, at a women's club mm -hmm. attached to a church. Um, that uh, dis decide that they want to raise money for a, a sofa, a city <laughs> in, in a hospital, because one of the uh, girl's husband is, has cancer. So that's how they come. So they, they figure they're going to do that, and the whole thing evolves that they're not going to make any money, so the idea comes up that, well, why can't we just do it in the nude? <laughs> so they, they do what they, in the nude? This calendar, make you a calendar. Didn't say oh, I'm sorry. Right. Do it in the nude, yes. <laughs> right, right. Cook. <laughs> right. Clean the house. Yes, right. So right. you know, just just make the calendar. So they were going to do this. So nude now let calendar. me say, wait, wait, wait. So so first they decide to do a calendar, and they decide that's not going to be very. Well, yeah. Usually they do a calendar. It was going to be about bridges of churches or something like ah. that. And this was going to be I, I don't know. But anyway, they changed it. One one of the girls said, "No, we're going to do it for John. We're going to do." this calendar you know so to raise money yeah in the, in, and we're all going to be nude but but we're going to have uh, the photographer comes up with the idea that yes but you're you know you're this club we're going to do it with the, with the pastries that you make <laughs> and the flowers that you you know because they're all into arts and crafts so that's what covers covers them up, covers right, them right, up. Right, right right so they do this and and it's 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 really hilarious yeah. It's very funny and, and it's very successful, but I won't say too much about No, 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 that's great. That, that, that's what great. Happens. We have a really nice group of, of, uh, of women, women yeah. doing this. Yeah, okay, so, so when Pam does it... is directing it. So when does it open? It opens October 18th through November 4th at Kiwanis Backstage Theater at mm -hmm. Manatee Performing Arts Center. Good, perfect. And we have to do it in an English accent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, you know, I mean, I know it was originally British, but... Well, originally it was a New Yorkshire, yes. Yorkshire accent, yeah, right. which <laughs> Pam had, had, had looked at the film and she says, I didn't understand a word they said. <laughs> so now we're going to do it in standard British with kind of inflections. <laughs> so we're, we're all training for that. Wow. And there's also some Tai Chi in there, so we have to train for that. <laughs> and there's a song, so we... <laughs> this is a very difficult technical show wow it's, wow it did you know when you say it it doesn't easy. sound like it's going to no. be but i can I hear all the things you have to learn yes. and all the things you have to wow and all the props and everything oh. it's a very technically heavy prop heavy show wow so yeah but it sounds like it's going to be gonna great be, fun it's going to be wonderful yeah yeah, yeah yeah all right so this is my only other question yes. having given a life to the theater and you really have i mean you have in every aspect of the theater, you have been involved and you've been doing it, you know, since you were five, mm -hmm. right? So, um, 
Is there anything you would say about what that feels like or what it means to you or what you would say about giving a life to an art? Ah, well, I could say that it's giving a life, no, becomes a life. Ah. It is a life. It's, it's the passion that you have. It's, for me, it's an expression of, of just who I am, that I can absolutely let my whole self just kind of explode into yes. whatever it wants to be. And it's just, it's very gratifying, and I... And I and any 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 shape of it, just even putting together the the, the lighting for a show or, or or seeing the magic, because that's what happens. It's like you put all this into it, you work with people, and they become a family, and magic happens. <laughs> and but but it happens with a lot of angst. <laughs> and oh my God, I'll never be able to do this. I can't do it. Don't make me do it. And it just it just. You know, and then you look at it without the lights, without the, and you say, "Oh God, this is this is horrible. It's <laughs> never gonna make it." And it just does. It just does. It's like, you know, it's like almost like a life well lived. <laughs> that commercial. Yeah. Just that's it. We should all have something that in our lives that makes us happy. That's a great place to stop. <laughs> thank you so much, oh, Sandra. Thank you. That's lovely. It's an expression of who I am. And we should all have something in our lives that makes us happy. <laughs> when you hear someone say these things, you know that you are hearing who they really are. You are hearing what it sounds like when a person is themselves. And it is my hope that when you listen to Sandra, that you are asking yourself, is this how I feel about my life? Do I have something in my life that is an expression of who I am, that is my passion, that is a life well lived? Well, if the answer is yes, I'm so happy for you. If the answer is no, let me assure you, it is possible to recover what you might have left behind so that you can say, like Sandra, that you have a life that makes you happy. As always, I hope you got something from this show that you can use. Something that will bring you out to see Calendar Girls, although I understand it's either sold out or selling out very quickly, so hurry up. Something that will bring you back, because I will be back, and as always, I sure hope you will be too. You see, I'm getting older my hair is turning gray Oh, you see my face and figure I've both seen better days Well, I won't be retiring I won't slip out of sight No, I will not go gentle Into that good night Like some goddamn boomerang No, I won't go with a whimper I am going 
that I have had my shot. My time has come and gone. Oh, won't I please get off the stage? Let someone else get on. Well, I I won't be relegated or leave without a fight. No, I will not go gentle into that good night. But it ain't over yet Cause me and Sister Phoenix We won't give up the flight, no, no We will not go gentle Into that good night And I won't go with a whimper I'm going with a bang Life's a song I keep on singing Not a tune that I once sang I may not be as juicy, hell But I still got some tang So you won't hear me simper I may have gotten limper But I won't 